It seems appropriate to me to have a slightly pervy intro to an episode about a sex maniac. Oh, it's finally your chance. It's finally my chance. Get your balls out. So I was enjoying the services of... (laughs) What was ahead of me in that respect only? Um, I was enjoying the services of friend of the podcast Pornhub the other day. (laughs) Sponsor. (laughs) After enjoying the fulfillment... Of the main reason I came to the site. And the sock. <laughs> to get some great recommendations for cooking recipes. Oh, from guys with their knobs out. So <laughs> I decided to make use of the delightful comments section, which generally, for some reason, tends to be a really positive place to be. I don't know why that is. Um, at least on the videos I watch, anyway. It's radiant. It's glowing. <laughs> it's just it's the best place on the internet, I assure all of you. And I noticed something really interesting in these comments. Hmm. It was a discussion about why cheating porn is so popular. And the commentators, yeah. the commenters, they were indicating at the start of their message whether the comment was pre or post coming. <laughs> that is such useful context that I feel would benefit most discussions online or otherwise. Yeah, this podcast, for example. <laughs> I am definitely pre coming, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's it's a it's this is a pre come morning. <laughs> and I think that everybody needs to be aware that that's the energy we're going to be bringing. <laughs> But we'll announce, obviously, the very moment it's a post-cut oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it will happen during, I'm afraid. And, oops. <laughs> and I'm Paul. <laughs> what does it all mean? <laughs> oh, okay, so you post-coming immediately get instantly existential. <laughs> yeah, the petty more. But they do talk, I remember seeing articles about post-cum clarity. Yes. Uh, but I didn't, click, I didn't click on any of them because I was... Jerking it. <laughs> so, um, so for you, clarity is just oh fuck, it's all meaningless. I wish this was a lady. <laughs> this hole in a in a sack. Podcast that menaces everyone with its weird desires. I'm Paul Satan. I'm Fear Thought masquerading as Forethought. <laughs> you definitely are, I've seen that. <laughs> You're the wrong kind of thought, my friend. And we are gonna have a little holiday from Recommendations Month. Yeah. And you know where's lovely? And the history hole. Oh, we have been there. <laughs> yeah, I know. We don't have many new places to visit together, <laughs> I'm afraid. Choices are limited as currently. <laughs> as currently. As currently, we've been up the recommendations hole. It all holes, all various different forms of hole that we oh, slide yeah. down as we travel through this wretched world. Yeah. <laughs> cling to. Live down. Well, look, we are scraping at the bottom of the history hole uh, that because there's not much history uh, of the worst movies of the 20s and 10s. Surely Eisenstein dropped the ball once or twice. Yeah. Mm. Shitty Murnau? Isn't isn't that train film just just rife with uh, <laughs> hilarity, Paul? Oh man, I mean it was so not derivative, but like bad in the opposite way. You know, it's, it was too innovative. Yeah, it's cyclical. This kind of thing. <laughs> good, it's good, too derivative good. of what might at one point exist. <clears throat> uh, but until somebody checks into all that, this is the deepest depth for us. 1934's <laughs> Maniac. <laughs> It's horrible, I tell you. Working on the dead. Trying to bring back life. It's not natural. You with your weird idea. Haven't I stayed here and nursed dying dogs? 
And even that miserable cat! That's almost a hundred years ago, Paul. That's fucked. Wow. A hundred years of not being able to do much better than this. <laughs> it's um, it's quite something. This stacks up well against Jack and Jill, so I feel we've moved backwards. That's true. You compare it to maybe <laughs> Devil. Is it Devil the Michael Bay produced? Everybody, so many uh, people lost their asses oh, the, in, in the elevator. No, the elevator. That was M. Night Shyamalan produced. That's it. Shyamalan produced. Yeah. Bay Shyamalan. Full circle <laughs> maniac. Oh, shit. Shyamalan twist. Michael Bay is as bad. As Michael M. Bay Shyamalan. is me. Oh, he lives in us all. Uh, directed by Dwayne Esper, who also directed Sinister Harvest, Narcotic, Ooh. Modern Motherhood, <laughs> Marijuana, The Devil's Weed, Okay. How to Undress in Front of Your Husband, <laughs> Curse of the Yubangi, and okay. Will It Happen Again, a.k.a. The Strange Loves of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> so it is part public service announcement <laughs> and, and part schlock horror guy. Modern Motherhood is the filthiest film he ever got involved with in terms of violence, nudity. My God, it's the worst one. It's all about gin. I imagine. <laughs> it's all about the effects of gin. One of his producer credits is actually a sleazy short film called How to Take a Bath, which is now lost, but was oh. refilmed for Guy Madden's The Forbidden Room. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, in, we're, we're doing okay. Oh, fuck. Amazing. It's <laughs> just a part of my life, like my memory, my life has just flickered to life. <laughs> and Marv came back into your life in a wonderful way that we can all appreciate. Well, he's also the guy who bought Reefer Madness from that church group who made it and recut it for the exploitation circuit. So, oh. yeah, we're in safe hands. Fuck, okay, so there's a real pro here. <laughs> Weirdly, he also acquired actual movie and previous One Better Thing from me, Todd Browning's Freaks. Uh, stopped clocks and all that. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. so Maniac was ironic. So it was a masterpiece. <laughs> it was made for a church group and then just had boobs and such stuffed into it. And I feel like we can all appreciate that for what it is. Thank you for coming to do our lovely church film, Mr. Esper. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, blow cigar smoke in their face. Why is it that you never let us see the films once you've screened them? No, no fucking reason, Brad. <laughs> Just because show us your titties. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I, I meant a lovely place you have here. Yeah. Oh, it is rather. It is rather if your Americans aren't frightful. I thought you were talking about my rocking tits. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I was. Right. No, you've lost your chance now. <laughs> I'm out of here, sucker. And she takes off on the bike that he came in. <laughs> Fuck, that was a badass priest lady. <laughs> Once northern, then southern. <laughs> she was all over the place, and I loved it. The first alarm bell should have rung when she, yeah, she dropped the northern accent. <laughs> the first alarm Dwayne bell. Dwayne should have known. Yeah, when it's once it started sounding like two blokes improvising her, <laughs> he should have, um, he should have really been on the ball there. But he didn't, and that's his problem. <laughs> that's why now he's stuck in that church because it was in the middle of nowhere, going over a cliff. Oh no! <laughs> so. The film opened to no reviews at all, actually. Oh. So Esper retitled it Sex Maniac yeah, to okay. great success. Um, now, I didn't notice this at the time, but this film is actually way too well-reviewed to appear on this podcast. <laughs> it has 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. It is, however, considered one of the worst films ever made, so soup's on. Yeah. Uh, here's an example of one of those good reviews. Michael J. Williams Jr. Goat Dogs movie says... Oh. A truly wretched film that I enjoy partly because of, and partly in spite of, its excessive excrescence. Excrescence? 
Excrescence. Oh, yeah. Love it, mate. Oh. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, a distinct outgrowth on a body or plant resulting from disease or abnormality. Oh, fuck yeah, mate. Yeah, nice. Nice. I love using... Definitely. I love using words that no one else knows. <laughs> About plant anatomy. Got it, mate. Love that. Maybe that was all the rage back whenever he wrote that. Horsey X review. I, <laughs> I, 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 I have had that before. Horsey X review. I, I, I've wanted to use a word, and I looked it up, and you realise that it's not... doesn't mean what you thought it meant, but now you can't get the word out of your head, so you use it anyway. <laughs> it sounds right. Yeah. And no one will question you if you say it confidently enough. Exactly. Shakespeare, motherfucker. <laughs> and if you carry a baseball bat, Ebert style. <laughs> no one will question it. Like, yeah, excrescence, mate. Love it. Please stop beating me. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't listen to that. That sort of thing. Not Ebert. That sort of talk. Not Ebert. The bizarre state of affairs that is the cult cinema circuit can be surmised by the Stew the History Guy review on IMDb. Okay, I look forward to this. Who titles his two-star review, Not Really That Bad. Oh, okay. Shouldn't a bad review of a bad movie mean more stars? <laughs> If you're hoping for something terrible, mm. then you should give it like more stars to indicate that it's not it's moved from terrible back into good. Yeah. <laughs> and unless he operates on a two star system. And two two <laughs> is maximum good. stars. Two is good and one is bad. <laughs> what what do zero stars mean? I don't understand this question. Crisis is limiting for me. <laughs> why did I why did I set this? Film review is binary. Ninety percent of his reviews are one star. <laughs> oh, but those two star ones rocked as well. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you this. Satan the Cat is a one-man. Oh, shit. Okay. It's, uh, it's his only acting credit, and he was a cat in 1934, so unlikely to make it to three, <laughs> but not impossible. But he's been in one. What a coincidence. That's one. That's what. That's 33.3 recurring percent of the way there. So Fuck yeah. That's only half of... Uh, six. That's half of 66.6, which is 666, <laughs> which is the devil's number, unless you go <gasps> by the end of day's law. Oh shit, twist, twist, Satan the cat's a wrong un. Oh no. Who'd have guessed? Explains why my holes hurt. <laughs> so Paul, you qualified sex doctor. Oh gee boy, mister. What's one thing about maniac or sex maniac that made you want to try your experiment on a human? Um, the, the Ian McKellen repri- uh, starring <laughs> as the mad scientist at the beginning was a real surprise. <laughs> the, 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 the actual doctor. The actual doctor, the, the actual yeah. doctor. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's wonderful. He's here to rock our worlds and take us to Mordor. <laughs> he certainly is. Um, but not not before a, a very a classy as fuck text crawl, Paul. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's get right into this. Mm. Brains don't think. Minds think brains like a violin. Great. Good start. <laughs> I'm on board. Whatever you want, mate. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty Look, good. It gets more coherent after that. Yeah. Um, this is taken from a book, isn't it? Oh, yeah. This is taken from a book. A 30s book. The best yeah. kind of book. And uh, here's a quote for you. It is because of the disastrous results of fear fought, not only on the individual, but in the nation, that it becomes the duty of every sane man and woman, go establish quarantine against fear. <laughs> Fantastic. But it's taken from a book, so... It's from a book, Paul. Yeah. A 30s book, and you can't argue with those. They too much bacon in them. I'm sure I read a book from the 30s and gone, I, I agree with this. I agree with all of this. And I also agree with the Chicago Crime Commission, who made a survey of 40,000 convicted criminals mm. and found them all to be suffering from some mental disease. That's so weird. They did a study of 40,000 people, and they all had mental illnesses. Yeah. And the only thing they had in common, aside from you know experience of incarceration in the American prison system, but that mm. never hurt anyone, yeah. is that they committed a crime. 
Yes. That's causality for you. Mental illness leads to imprisonment. Definitely that way around. Yep, definitely, definitely that. There's no point <laughs> testing normal people. Um, <laughs> and yes, I mean normal. My God, all these people are experiencing mental illness. All right, come round, soup hose. <laughs> What could have what could have caused it? Open your mouth, number thirty-four. I'm not coming round twice. <laughs> or I'll open it for you. <laughs> Why do we hire a horrible northern man for our California state prison? <laughs> it just makes it worse. He made it he made it work. Once he stopped working, that forty thousand came way down. <laughs> <laughs> and then the film oh, was God. rendered as null and void. <laughs> so Frankenstein is happening. <laughs> yes. With with a with a man who um, breaks all microphones. <laughs> You will find a way for me to work without detection. It is your chance to show me your gratitude for my generosity and protection. He hasn't been successfully recorded yet, but uh, we're very enthusiastic. (laughs) My inner ear was peaking. (laughs) He dislodged something in there. I don't know what it was, but I've not been able to hear my mum since. (laughs) Everything else fine. I don't know what's going on. But, um, yeah, he decides it's time to test this serum. And luckily, there's a lethal gas suicide that's come into the morgue. <laughs> Phew. In the morgue, there is a lethal gas suicide. An ideal special. Thank God. Um, yeah, so <laughs> time to break into the morgue and uh, have, a go on, yep. have a go on the old corpses. Yeah, well, they get in there and they find the corpse that they knew was there in the morgue. Best check for a heartbeat, though, <laughs> just in case. She might. Never she know. does look like she's breathing, but <laughs> she's blinking, moving around and <laughs> such. But yeah, you you should check on the lethal gas suicide to make sure she might <laughs> she might not be dead. That's science for you, Paul. Oh God! I tell you what, though, the coroner's stooges have a right Rob Zombie style chat about the attractive oh, dead woman who just got brought in. Between the gangsters and the auto drivers, we don't need another war to carry off the population. You didn't even mention suicides. Say, did you see the butte that come in today? Did I? Was this the 30s? Did Dwayne Esper, <laughs> as an old, jaded old man, come and put some extra scenes back in? <laughs> hey, that Dane's mighty pretty. Blurp, 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 blurp. Even more so now she's dead. <laughs> What's that, Incomprehensible Joe? Oh, Incomprehensible Joe. <laughs> Everybody loves that saying. guy. I love the fact that later on they managed to get one of the men, <laughs> one of these two men come in to be interviewed, and it's Incomprehensible Joe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you talked to him. No. No, he was talking to some other old fellow there that looked like Sandy Claus. As I said to Jake, he had uh, whiskers and bushy hair and his eyes was wild. And, uh, it must have been some other two fellows. Could you positively identify if you saw the party? I wouldn't swear to anything now after being secured in the corner. <laughs> and it's the Bureau of Missing Persons looking into this, the theft oh, of the God. body, which I guess makes sense. I guess that would come under their jurisdiction. I guess, yeah, I guess so, on a quiet day. Bureau of Missing Dead Folk. Yeah. But he's one of the two men suggests, um, hey, do you suppose it's that really creepy and suspicious doctor? But he's a doctor. Doctors are fucked up. None of this is evidence. Why Dr. Meyer Schultz is really a great research scientist. He's no body snatcher. Well, doctors and scientists often have some queer things in their mind. <laughs> one of those just literally doctors are crazy. <laughs> doctors be like <laughs> You gotta stop arresting the nearest doctor for every crime you look into. Just because that one is actually injecting a dead body with a serum <laughs> that he loudly proclaimed to bring them back from the dead. Oh god, it's these doctors make it harder, so much harder for the rest of us. Rest of us, normal d- dead body thieving doctors. <laughs> I, I steal the live bodies. 
So he injects the serum to resurrect the girl, but fuck that. He wants a body to put this heart thing he's got into. So he's yeah. going to forget all about the girl he's brought to life. And um, he does literally say that the end will justify the means. Thanks, Stephen Lang. Yeah. <laughs> it's old timey Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang's dad, <laughs> probably. Yeah, so he says, I've got a great idea, assistant. Come over here. Uh, you shoot yourself. I'm going to give you this yeah. gun. You kill yourself. <laughs> and uh, it is loaded, so be careful where you're pointing that. And uh, <laughs> when you kill yourself, I'll definitely, definitely bring you back from the dead, which yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm screaming at you to do. Which I'm very well placed to do, as you'll have seen. Yeah. Uh, actually, I haven't seen yet. Well, I am, trust me. It's working out very well in the next room. Just do your business. Can I, can I see it? Mm, <laughs> I'd like you to kill yourself first. <laughs> I'll show you anything you like after you've killed yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, he fucking shoots the doctor because obviously. And yeah. then a title card comes out to explain dementia praycox. <laughs> because clearly this is the actions of a madman. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, why can little Billy here just go along with it? Just do what the authority figure wanted, like any self-respecting non-communist would. Clearly he's a sex maniac. Um, some excellent footage from the Danish film Hexen uh, is imposed over a monologue about something. <laughs> something or other. Anytime he's mad and looks vaguely into space and something from a much more interesting looking movie comes on, it's Hexen. Okay, that's good to know. Um, <laughs> when I finally, when I inevitably rewatch this... Um, <laughs> We are now on the slippery slope of insanity with this crazy man <laughs> who didn't want to kill himself. Yes, yeah, so we're, we're now going to have a really tense psychological drama, right? Nope, enter Lady. <laughs> lady is worried because her husband <laughs> thinks he's the killer orangutan from the death in the room morgue. <laughs> she offers to go and get him, and I pray to God she comes back with an actual orangutan. That doesn't quite happen, but something... Well, while she's gone, the assistant decides to slowly transform into the dead doctor. Yeah. How are you getting on bringing in the chimp man? <laughs> going to be much longer. <laughs> These two worries me. I, sh- I need to stop keeping the lobby in uh, Brent. <laughs> it's very inconvenient. But he does transform into into the insane mad doctor. and it's, it's... Yes, he's doctor assistant now. Yeah. With um th- this doctor to anybody who comes back to see him, he's got a nice twirly <laughs> moustache now. Very expressive eyes, Paul. Yep, that's a doctor. <laughs> that's doctors. That's what they give you in medical school. <laughs> I go in and see a young lady doctor and go, you're not a doctor. And I try and rip a mask off. Where's a mustache? <laughs> so clearly he's got to he's got to inject chimp guy with something. He can't send him out without having been injected. Yeah, this is a doctor's for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to the doctors to not get injected. Yeah, he, he rifles through um, a former doctor's bag to try and find something innocuous to inject him with. <laughs> Adrenaline? Oh God, no, not that. I'll just <laughs> put it safely here on the table in front of me. Within arm's reach. But later. We'll get some water. Yes, nice harmless injection of water. I'm sure that will be fine. And it is. Yeah. In one, in one sense. In one sense. In the sense that he knocks it off the table immediately and accidentally picks up the adrenaline inject- injector. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he goes and injects the guy with acting juice and he becomes Nicolas Cage <laughs> slash Reese Shearsmith. I can't stand this torture. This torment. I can't stand it. I won't. determination of Viggo Mortensen all three things combined and um my god um it's 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 a quite a soliloquy I think I'd call it <laughs> it's a soliloquy of noises he pushes everyone over a bit 
Um, but oh yeah. yeah, do you remember that reanimated corpse we were working on? Reani- reanimated corpse? Reanimated corpse? Reanimated, cool. I think. Yeah. Doesn't ring I'm, any bells. I'm pretty but... sure we were Frankensteining at one stage in this script before <laughs> Wolfman happened. But Chimpman runs off with um with her. Yeah. But Chimpman's wife is very concerned until she finds the dead doctor. Oh no! Fuck that! Oh. Don't worry, we can catch up with Chipman and Bride of Frankenstein later. Listen, I can still hear. Oh, we him. do intermittently. Yeah, I can still hear him sh- uh, shrieking, so he can't be too far away. <laughs> it will just cut to him occasionally carrying the woman off and going. Ah! Then he will do as I direct. Non sequitur cuts. <laughs> Yes, we do. And care, care of ch- evil chimp man, we do get some 30s boob. But I wouldn't... It's not It's not erotic as <laughs> such. It's too surprising to be erotic. <laughs> it's too abrupt. Huh, I say. You can feel, you can feel generations of spe- people being scandalized at the time. <laughs> um, Mrs. Chimp gets very on board with him being Frank and Dr. Frankenstein. Um, yeah. Basically, because she he offers to well she she asks him to put her chimp husband under her control, which he might do yeah. off screen later. I don't know. <laughs> like you just got to assume he did. <laughs> um, it's the only thing we're safe to assume at this point. <laughs> Bloody women. Uh, well, at this stage, a cat randomly and for no reason destroys the experimental heart. It's the most authentic moment in the movie. <laughs> of course, of course, that happens. It's raw, raw energy, raw performance from that guy. It's Satan the cat, yeah. It was too powerful. That's why he retired from acting immediately and spent time to get to know his kittens. Got well known on the motivational circuit. <laughs> he really transformed. And now there's a movie about him and his horrible deeds that people will misinterpret as we go forward. <laughs> um, Candy Robbins. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Esper remembers that he's meant to be ripping off Edgar Allan Poe. And so he has Doctor Assistant brick up the body in the wall. Mmm. Tell you what, the cat's got a thing thing or two to say about it, though. (laughs) So it gets hilariously flung onto a table. Uh, But then Doctor Assistant wrestles with him for a bit and has an eye fall off of its face, which (laughs) Doctor Assistant then eats. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty horrific. Time for a title card. (laughs) The dream is gone. Which non-sequitur illness are we talking about now? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, more footage of Hexen plays. And now it's time for some scandalous lingerie shots. It's so steamy, this Ooh. film. Dwayne? Ooh, I'm so glad I came here with the church group. <laughs> you've, you've, you've been infiltrating them for a few months now, trying to get them to live and love. And this is a chance. <laughs> this is the one that finally got them to abandon God and accept each other. So, <laughs> in a fucking outstanding sequence featuring five women and no continuity... <laughs> Doctor Assistant's long-lost wife decides that it's time for her to find her husband because his uncle's yeah. died, leaving him money. He's yeah, a, he's off worth again. <laughs> I wonder if he's still working with that creepy old scientist. Well, let's go, go and, let's go and speak to him. 
I remember, <laughs> I remember him perfectly well. But look, for the next scene, it's very important that the audience know about manic depressive disorder. So we will put a little title card up to uh, get them familiar with the key points. Liable to commit sex offense. Thanks, 30s. <laughs> They're all there's there's a Venn diagram in the thirties of mental illnesses and they all overlap pretty much hundred percent. With sex offense. It's just a circle <laughs> with all the names of the mental illnesses in there. Here's the various reasons why men are gonna be sex offending. I get a brief shot of some more thirties boob. It's more erotic than last time, but who the hell is that? Lady It was you. Oh shit. <laughs> oh god, I time travel back. And you were you're hoodwinked by Dwayne Esper himself. <laughs> Le jeté. So <laughs> <laughs> he contemplates madness again. God, I could do with watching Hexen again. Well, it's tough shit, Paul. You're here talking about Maniac 1934. Yay. Oh, fuck. Well, it's time. He convinces Monkey Man's wife to help him murder his wife with a lethal yeah. injection in the arm. It sounds all right. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Maxwell, crazy. We must keep her subdued till I can get Buckley. Down in the basement is a secret vault. We will put her down there. You quiet her by jabbing this in her arm. And in the meantime, I will go get Buckley. It sounds all right. That is. <laughs> Look, people were up for stuff. They didn't have Netflix, you know? They got to know each other. Yeah? Yeah. Do each other's murders. The, the only way, you know, strangers on a train and now, now this. Um, <laughs> now, oh, this is before, before or after. The, this guy shows up and is just walking down this street. Um, is, he, is he a cop? <laughs> And he's... I think he's a cop from the aforementioned missing persons department. Yeah, he comes across yeah. a, a, a lady who's having a sweep of a step <laughs> and probably smoking a cigarette. Yep. Um, and and she she wants to just let him know about some fishy goings on in the doctor's surgery up the road. Oh yeah. Well, I even heard a shot up there last night. Why don't you notify the police? That's their business, not mine. America. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> and the cat guy. Yeah. He also meets. He's got a lot of cats and a lot of problems. <laughs> a whole lot but he's going to fix them all with cats. Yeah. <laughs> Simple, ain't it? <laughs> Rubbish being a cop in America in the 30s. It's too laissez-faire. Oh, <laughs> Hashtag cancel it, but it's the police who are doing it, who are <laughs> pushing it. Defunders, please. I don't want to talk to these people anymore. I want to be a party clown. <laughs> That's the life for me, a song and dance man. <laughs> so the ladies have a screaming fight whilst the doctor laughs and dances around, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Then the police show up and recognise the Hexen footage. He must be mad. Get him. Piracy. <laughs> I saw that movie. Get him. <laughs> so. Oh, but look. Turned out he walled the monster up inside the tomb. <gasps> By which I mean the cat was on the dead guy's head. Yeah. Ah! And uh, yeah, we get another text call at the end. <laughs> yep. A fairly wild definition of mania is offered, which stumbles haphazardly towards actual insight. But yeah. then the movie ends. Yeah. Perfect. What zombie ape man? <laughs> so... <laughs> So what did you what did you make of Maniac? It was uh 
disorienting experience, Paul. I spent the first 10 to 15 minutes utterly bewildered. Just yeah. it was impossible to follow. The, the dialogue was yes. a, a whole new kind of nonsense. Yeah. Designed for people who were just going to shit themselves at hearing people speak and seeing <laughs> them at the same time. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was an utterly new experience. And so there wasn't much need to make it jazzy or interesting. It's just, my God. People just, just shouted the things that they were thinking. <laughs> and sometimes the things that they weren't thinking, they managed to f- scrape those out of ether. <laughs> yeah. And then the insane new level bonkers transformation happens of that ape man. Yeah. Um, he's not even the central part of the story. He just goes off. And then fucking the rest of the movie was just, it, it, it had some down moments of um, yep. why, is, why is this in here? Maybe this could have been a tight 30. Yes. <laughs> like everything that wasn't specifically focused on the doctor felt like yes. window dressing. Like it was, it was just there to, to make people in the cinema yes. go, show us more 30s boob. Or um, <laughs> what about the crazy insane man? I've right. got to say... Going back, I, I watched it twice. Yes. And the first time I watched it, I was You're fairly... The maniac. <laughs> I am now the sex maniac. I was <laughs> fairly confused and frustrated watching it the first time. Mm. I was very worried about how little I was following. It's ridiculous labyrinthine plot of yeah. bizarre motivations. Stuff that was half-lifted from uh, Poe and otherwise just Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah. A bizarre combination. And then the second time, it really is... Almost every scene that started was, oh, great, this scene in which either <laughs> yeah. the scientist is going to ham it up a lot because he's wonderful in, in the the actor who ends up oh, becoming the scientist. It's really quite amazing. Or it's the legendary transformation sequence. Oh, God. Or it's any one of those scenes you mentioned where we cut away from the main action, none of which are dull. It's either yeah. those crazy women yeah. together. <laughs> Dis- discussing the state of modern masculinity or it's the fucking cat guy yeah. it's just oh man it's quite the experience this thing occasionally cutting away just for five seconds of the yeah. ape man <laughs> carrying the woman further into the woods yeah um just apropos of nothing it was it was yeah. not being referenced by the scene they just they just no nobody they stopped caring the minute he left yeah oh thank god if anything he was a bit overbearing <laughs> yeah oh, and man. just i i will say yeah that lead guy is a real treat yeah um there was always something insane sparkling in his eyes or yeah. his lips um the big twirly mustache his tongue just just so evocative <laughs> and emotive yeah um it was that was a real joy yeah i, I watching it a second time might have helped me pass the <laughs> the the more insane just dense dialogue at the beginning yes fuck me just to break that down further what happens is guy decides he needs a body so he asks the actor assistant to dress up as the mortician which just establishes Mm. the idea he's good at mimicking people he goes and they go together and steal the body anyway so i don't know why you had to dress up um two people see him and give a report to the missing bodies unit they then come back to the morgue and then for some reason he's got to go out again this time to get a body that has a a broken heart yeah and so he goes out again and there's another sequence of him this time just stealthing into the morgue rather than doing a disguise mission and then yeah then he comes back and then the confrontation happens and it's like why do you need to do that? Just have them break into the morgue once. But there's also five minutes at the beginning of the movie where the, the assistant doesn't want to do it and the doctor is yes. saying something like, something like, now you must repay the kindness <laughs> I did to you. And, oh, and, and that yeah. that goes on for so long and I don't, I genuinely don't know at any one moment 
what emotion either of those men are meant to be feeling. I, yeah. I, I thought that the guy was meant to be scared, but it turned out he was mocking the scientist. And <laughs> yeah, and it's I just I don't know this. It's madness. I don't know any of this. His monologues once he's going mad about does not the same spark that motivates the earthworm also spark in me? And it's like the what, know, because the earthworm murders scientists. <laughs> What are you talking about? If you meant if you said tiger or lion, I might have understood. Yeah. But yeah, that was very peculiar. Oh, but it did lead to often some highlights. Asked to kill themselves by moles, <laughs> and it's about time they stepped up. That's my new charity. I think uh, it's about time we course. stepped up and started to say no moles. Stop victimizing and trying to drive <laughs> worms to suicide. It's fucked up, and I'm not having it. We need to be allies to the earthworms, folks. Aww, um, this was beautiful and- sentiment in this podcast. <laughs> the music. That they had for the oh god the information cards the flashcards oh my god because um, because because the movie would cut in the middle of um someone's descent into insanity yeah and and it would be this music type yeah thing. lobby music yeah yeah da <laughs> 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 Matthew Broderick yeah. humming it, and and the, the card of <laughs> Shit, run. you know this insane, despicable illness leads men to yeah. showing their bums, and, <laughs> and and then but then the music would cut after about twelve seconds, as yeah. though Dwayne Esper didn't have Dead. the rights to play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then cut back to exactly where we left off with him yeah. like breaking up a body or something. It was very surreal, <laughs> just just lunacy. I yeah. would say that this this is what I was kind of hoping to get from Reefer Madness. I think yes. this is a far more so bad it's good experience. Um, it keeps finding new ways to be baffling. Again, it's not as uproariously funny as you know something like Things. You know, it, it's mm. but it's it's pretty a pretty marvelous example of something that was made hurriedly, and everything that's wrong with it is entertaining as opposed to dull. You know, yes, it moves along and it's fifty minutes, but packs a lot in. It it did. I could easily rewatch this uh, <laughs> and. It, it it was a really entertaining hour for me. So yeah. I, also, I spent ten minutes at the end wanking. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was so you experienced it pre cum. I experienced it pre cum. You know, as flying directly in the face of everything Dwayne Esper asked for. <laughs> he was definitely hoping for a mid cum experience. Yeah, and now this is pre. This is post cum. Sorry, <laughs> I, it happened a minute ago, and I just wanted. Oh, okay. Me. Fair enough. Yeah. I didn't hear the buzzer go off. So. I will say that this it kind of felt like the live action Christmas tree in places, what with like facial reactions and awkward editing. Yeah. It had that kind of vibe to it. And again, it's entirely on YouTube in its, you know, entirety. So yeah, I'd recommend it a lot. And to further help make our case, how about we quick fire? Fuck yeah. Quick fire. Um mine is pretty my first one's pretty basic, just li- I like both iterations of the scientist. The original guy and the actor yeah. once he starts assuming his identity. Not only do I look like Meyer Schultz. I am Meyer I will be a great man. Facial hair, the yeah. slow accented speech, and once the actor is playing him, this fantastic leer that yeah. he's doing where he just leers at the camera. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a line in the missing persons bureau scene. Um, mm. They're looking for, is it John Maxwell or Don Maxwell? I'm going to say Don oh, Maxwell. Um, <laughs> Maxwell, and, and, it, and it's something like, "See if you have anything there on Don Maxwell. Last heard from in this city." <laughs> oh, okay, cool, great. That's I'll avoid that. Thanks. <laughs> Incomprehensible, John. Oh fuck. 
Um, I'll say that Satan the cat was pretty pretty. He's a little black cat and he looked yeah. very sweet. I don't know. Like, I wonder if it had a glass eye and that's what we see the guy removing. Maybe. Something flopped off of it in terms of its eye and it did look like it had a kind of bare socket afterwards. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. The cat was post-cum. Of uh, <laughs> its eye. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, and the white cat that the um, the cat guy has later, who we will be coming to, um, was also a very pretty cat. He got yeah. some nice cats in this. There's some lovely cats in this. There, was there oh. a scene of two dogs just fucking viciously fighting in the road? It was a cat and a dog. And oh, yes, those and those sequences, because there's also sequences of a cat of cats like chasing mice and such, they were Herzogian to me. Yeah, I was thinking of Von Trier. Very gritty and kind of depressing in a in a really yeah. interesting kind of way. Yeah, just the hostility of their environment. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll say the mouse ridden basement. Uh, really reminded me of like old universal horror. I mean, obviously they're doing Frankenstein, you know, mm. before James. Before, when was James Wales Frankenstein? No, it wasn't before. James went. The oh, uh, fuck! I need to know. Sorry. No, definitely not. Oh god, maybe. Wait. Um. So yes, nineteen thirty-one. Uh, was Frankenstein. So this was uh after that. Yeah. Um. And it's got that vibe to it. That wonderful old universal horror kind of um ghostly black mm. and white mice everywhere kind of aesthetic, and I yeah, love nice. that. You just know it's real mice, and they definitely killed a, a woman to like lure the mice in. <sighs> a young orphan boy that was working for the studio. <laughs> it's owned by the studio. <laughs> there's there's a moment, and I can't remember the context for this, but the the assistant dressed up as a scientist. Oh no no no! It must just be when the scientist is trying to persuade the assistant to commit suicide, mm. to, and he re- like removes the gun from a drawer. But when he pulls the drawer out, it's just like shaking madly in his hands like it's just it's 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 so outrageously weird and obvious that this guy is just <laughs> rattling the drawer as he tries to get it out that it feels like a one of those moments in dark place where you think oh they they overdid this bit <laughs> it was amazing we had no idea at the time yeah <laughs> they un- they under they overstated nothing <laughs> um okay the coroners were amazing these two fucking guys oh god who yeah. were um yeah, one of them just utterly incomprehensible in everything he says. Uh, the other one just a sort of New York street guy. Yeah. And just the the looks on their faces were just amazing. <laughs> I really can't. I can't do it yeah. justice here. They just... Yeah, I know. They were wonderful. There's so much <laughs> of this movie that's visual. Um, yeah. And, and, and similar to the, the faster, faster scene from Reefer Madness, there are so many yes. things that sampled here are just not going to be yeah. as effective as, if, as when you can see the yeah. insanity on screen um speaking of which the the whole fucking yeah soliloquy of the injected man is indescribably beautiful there's a there's just such a yeah. physical element to it um yeah that you, you oh, just gosh. have to watch it when we are trying yeah. to find the scene or timestamp it and put it in the episode description or something because <laughs> oh come on watch the yeah. whole thing it's like 50 minutes long you can do this in a that's, lunch break and it'll be the best time of your life that's true. You could, when you go to do your usual like seven hours of social media, you could fit it in, <laughs> in 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 that whole existential slonk through life, and then spend the other six hours on social media talking about how great Maniac is. Everybody benefits. Fuck yeah, we're gonna all be post together. Um, <laughs> but there's there's a specific bit at the beginning of this where um he injects the the guy with the adrenaline, and the wife goes, Gosh, doctor. Seems to be getting worse instead of better. There is cuts to the guy clearly love, not well, just in yeah. insane amounts of pain, and then the, the close-up <laughs> of the doctor's face. Yeah, that line was great of hers. 
as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah his yeah. face of just a sort of trembling sort of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then, yeah, his monologue is just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, God, what a moment. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the porch woman who's interviewed says... Uh, but to my notion, those that monkeys with what they got no business to gets queer sooner or later. Tell me about it. <laughs> it's just such a, a camp line that I can feel yeah. being appropriated later on. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it'd be the beginning of a drag performance or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. What a weird provincial woman that was. She was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Ain't my business who's shooting what goes on what. Yeah. There, there is a moment when the doctor and the, the wife of the monkey man are talking and the wife, uh, they, they stop speaking and the wife, yeah. again, Richard Ayoade as Thornton Reed style, <laughs> just... Let's her eyes drift to the lens <laughs> and just stares right down it. <laughs> oh fuck it! These must be non-professional actors. They just found on the street. God, God, oh, indeed. <laughs> um, okay. Two lines that the cat guy had, which I loved. The guy's interviewing him, and he's like, "How many cats have you? What's the matter, right? Oh, thousands of them, right here in my backyard. Thousands? Yeah, I got thousand cats too. Want to see them?" <laughs> nonsense and then later walks, on walks later walks in and there are like 20 cats <laughs> I mean, it's like a rat's eating cats well that is news simple ain't it say by the way did you hear a shot last night maybe i don't know <laughs> what what's wrong with you old man <laughs> i'm a policeman you need to do better than that <laughs> do you want money people are so lackadaisical in this town <laughs> Oh, he's been stealing my cats to use in his experiments. Did you call the police? <laughs> Can't stress this enough. Just what? You need to call the police when this happens. <laughs> I was getting round to it. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> you sound like a commie. <laughs> no, 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 fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, fine. I got a problem with oh, him. God. I'll settle it with me and Dorothy. Is Dorothy a cat? Yes. <laughs> it's my self-defense carrying cat. <laughs> I got a license to conceal this cat about my person. <laughs> And I've got a thousand other. Christ, I hate being a cop in this country. <laughs> There's a little earlier in the film when that same guy is um, standing on his veranda and going, Kitty, mm. Kitty. Yeah. And the doc just <laughs> fucking emerges from behind him. Yeah. Just comes out of the darkness and his face is over yeah. his shoulder. And then it just, the scene continues as, as normal as this film can. Yeah, never chat. No. And at this stage, they have the line where he's like, um, he, he flips out about cats. He's like, they're disgusting creatures. <laughs> and then he says, he says, by which I mean, I have too much respect for Satan to use cats in my experiment. <laughs> that is, I think too much of Satan to use cats for experiment. Which, if you take out of context of Satan being a cat that he has, <laughs> it's pretty wonderful. Okay, two moments from the fantastic uh, meeting of the women scene, which, you know, we've not seen a, 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 a congress of, of ladies as fine as this since Manos. Yeah. Um, for one thing, there's a woman who starts using an old-timey exercise belt, like an electronic <laughs> vibrating one, and you can only hear it when it cuts to her. <laughs> His head must be a jelly bean instead of what they thought it was. Well, it sure was soft, all right, but would it be soft to land on 42 grand? So that's what being honest gets you. A nice, soft, padded cell in the bug house. Oh, God, and you can't hear a dialogue. It's like Nolan. Oh, God. <laughs> it's as good as Nolan. 
Um, but my highlight of this sequence is the woman with short black hair who delivers her lines with a big smile, leaning into <laughs> camera as if they caught her unaware. And one of her lines is, Wasn't there some guy in history that spent all his life looking for an honest man? Sure. In his day, men were men. But today, they're too scared to be anything but honest. Yeah. And just <laughs> lines like that, she's the what best. What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> I, and I, I do love that whole, the, the delivery there it was my most 30s yeah. scene of the movie i think I'll make a jingle for that um and uh, it, it's just that very tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> mister gee willikers yeah yeah it was fantastic to say, make give anyone any dialogue and they'll say it in that in that way yeah oh. well somebody i can't remember who um has the line i'm in the business and I, <laughs> Do you know, I, I was so taken with the line, I didn't even write down who or what. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to watch this whole movie mm. to find that. Nah, that can just be a curio. That can be for someone. <laughs> someone You know, people don't need to know. They just need to know that it happened. <laughs> I'll do my best. Oh, I didn't mean for that. I'm in the business. Yeah, the only line I see now that I've written down of the uh, the doctor, yeah. well, I've sampled him a lot, I think, because he's yeah. the best. But the line I wrote down was when the cops get him at the end, and they say to him, um, Man, yeah. you're crazy. What kind of a place is this? Oh, I'm crazy, am I? Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Will a crazy man do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> Jesus, um, so good. In the in the same scene as the donkey's being accosted by police, it cuts yeah. to the women fighting, um, and it's qu- it's quite violent. And it's um, very violent. They keep hitting each other with things. Yeah, and it cuts back at this one this one point. There's a very brisk movement. This one woman is on top of the other. She lifts mm. something up that looks just like a box of something, and then yes. smashes it down in the other's face. And it's, <laughs> it's like Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's great comedic timing for the for like for the cut <laughs> movement impact, and then back to the doctor. But the way everything cuts, it's as though they're referencing something specifically based on the dialogue of the previous shot. Every single time they do it, and it causes that like track change in my brain every time like oh yeah this is pertaining to what's just been said oh no no it's just the thing <laughs> and, and, and it just being a, a, yeah. a completely disconnected face impact wonderful <laughs> <clears throat> i've got one left actually and it was just the the, the final um text card um talk, oh, you know, yeah. talking about mania and the, mm. the the definition of um oh, manias are created by the inability to adjust to the world that is not to our liking um, yeah, very, they you know, their own. Um, the the it was what was said, like after that about it happening constantly uh, among mm. neurotypicals. It's just a really interesting thought that the brain makes constant adjustments um, mm. to to <laughs> the the world which changes by default. Um, and it yeah. just yeah, it just got me thinking of um, what yeah. a what a fucking crazy world we live in. How I'm just hanging by a thread, pool emotionally. That's absolutely. And I've always appreciated that, that thread that you live by. And, uh, yeah, I think it's good to reflect on that. From time to time. Okay. I think we're done talking about Sex Maniac. (laughs) Did, um... Definitely the only name. (laughs) Did the OG team have anything to say about Maniac? I'll I'll double check. I have a sneaking sneaking (laughs) suspicion that nobody has seen Maniac. (laughs) Shit. I I, I linked our patrons to it, and I forgot to link everybody else to it. But, you know... Well, that is going to make it difficult. (laughs) So it hasn't been on Twitter or Facebook. 
Well, no, no. I asked people on Twitter and Facebook. I just didn't link them to the movie. In oh, the, I see. Right. Okay. In the hopes YouTube. that they might, on the off chance, watch it for us. Yeah. Yeah. But Nick, I have to remember that for next time. They, they haven't been. But um, on, on Twitter, Simon Mayo says, uh, very happy to accept an MBE tonight. I'm as surprised as you are. Simon no, I'm not I'm <laughs> so not, not I'm... too surprised Simon Mayo well done okay so not in relation to us <laughs> no just the first thing Genuinely that came up on my news feed Simon Mayo <laughs> he said Fucking please hell. stop stealing my content word for word <laughs> no just, just no nothing nothing no one's no one's seen it no one cares to let us know anything about the film Sex Unbelievable. Mania. Well, look, at least some people got in touch when we talked about Roof of Madness to talk about that. So it's unacceptable that Maniac is lesser known than Roof of Madness. This is yeah. way better. So please all hunt out Maniac. It's also shorter. Yeah. I'll pop it uh, maybe when I tweet the episode. I'll put <laughs> yeah. the link to the to the movie on YouTube <laughs> in there. Nice. So you Watch can along. Listen along. But hopefully you'll have seen that, watched it. So me saying that at the end of this episode is is redundant. Unless you're a subscriber, in which case, you know, you'll have gotten a notification about this episode. In which case, what are you doing? Don't subscribe. Yeah. Listen to us as and when. I need, no, I need you to remember at the same time every week to check us out. <laughs> and then when somebody says, why don't yeah. you subscribe? It would be much easier. You say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you wanted to take such a backseat approach to your podcast listening. You're fraud. <laughs> and that's how you know the real fans from the, the frauds. Absolutely. Mm. So many frauds, but I love the frauds more so than the real fans, actually. <laughs> I love the ones who pretend to like us because they're putting in effort. If they actually like us and it's no effort at all to say we're great, but the ones who are faking it, they're the ones who really care. Taking a risk, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. Yeah, shit. I forgot we had to do that. So you, you go first. Okay. Hexen. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought about thought about it a lot in this movie for some reason. Mm. 1922 <laughs> Danish film. It's uh, directed by Benjamin Christensen. Um, I saw it as part of like a, a, a run through of silent cinema I was doing many years ago now, probably around a decade ago. But mm. this is the one that really sticks in my mind. This and uh, Vampire or Vampire by um, Dreyer. Um, mm. By Hair Dreyer. Um, fuck, that's a good gag. Oh. <laughs> I could put that in a Zucker Brothers film. <laughs> Along with a wonderful sight gag. Good evening, hair dryer. Oh, fuck. Um, see, you could just see it. Oh. Fuck. I'm a genius. Born in the wrong decade and body, yeah. nationality, <laughs> just everything's wrong. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic film. It's essentially a sort of visual documentary about mm. uh, witchcraft through the ages and, um, uh, we were studying, in fact, this is why I know it was over 10 years ago, because we were studying witchcraft at the time, and I brought mm. a copy in for um, our lecture to watch, because it was very interesting. It, it's more indicative, very much like the dinosaurs at Crystal Palace. It's more indicative of what they thought of history than it is of history. Yeah. You know, it's um a, what the 1920s Danish people thought witchcraft and such yeah. was. okay. Um, so you're not going to get into the heart of why women were persecuted across Europe, it's more sort of, oh, look, they thought the demons existed. And here's an awesome fucking 20s realization of that demon that you genuinely wonder how they did it so well. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, well, had really good then. stuff. They, oh, that's true. They actually just went out and got one of the demons that were yeah. knocking around on the studio lots. It's just one of those silent era films that bespeaks of the pure imagination that was going on at the time. And I think it still holds up as a really interesting film. Yeah, right. Cool. H-A-X-A-N. Pronounced Hexen. Take shelter would be my one better thing, I think, because uh, it's, it's a sensitive look at uh, descent into insanity. Um, a sensitive a Michael Shannon can portray. There is a storm coming like nothing you have ever seen, and not a one of you is prepared for it. I can't stand it! 
so I actually uh, there's a storm coming. coming. <laughs> Nothing you have ever seen. <laughs> you think I'm insane? <laughs> I'm crazy. Um, Weirdly, I uh, I have a, an EP coming out <gasps> soon, uh, uh, which is very exciting, Ooh. and more information on that soon. Uh-oh. One of the tracks does uh, sample that scene from Take Shelter. Oh man! And uh, I think I think I showed this to you, and it's uh, oh yes, I remember it. It's great. I've been very closely acquainted with that specific line of Michael Shannon's <laughs> for some time now. Um, so obviously, this has a real real special place in my heart. Mm. But it's also a um, yeah, it's a movie about this uh, guy Michael Shannon his father who gets uh, these apocalyptic visions of a storm that's that's coming uh, it's coming like nothing you've ever seen <laughs> it's yeah about his sort of I- isolation after that yeah. and his um, he becomes this pariah who's preaching about this um, uh, this apocalyptic end of the world and the town just shunning him you know it's an analogy of uh, treat the treatment of the ment- mentally ill yeah they're What's what's the word? They're it's not exile. They're stigmatizing. Um, stigmatizing, stigmatizing. Yes, but I'm thinking of like not excommunication, but like the separation from society. Sure. Uh, society pushing them away. Yeah. Oh, that that very obvious word, but whatever it is. Um, <laughs> We're so. They Michael Shannoned him, <laughs> and yeah, in d- dealing with the the consequences of a father figure. Um, struggling with mental illness yeah um, how the family deals with that how the society deals with that it is also very entertaining and s- just stunningly shot and yeah. put together so yeah yeah there's a there's a, a lot there yeah it's really brilliant fantastic yeah. okay that's the one better thing the one better thing yeah how can people find out about the one good thing thanks for sticking your faces down the history hole with us yeah uh, if you want to get in touch, uh, tell us a bit. Of, tell us a little bit more about your experiences with Maniac, Sex Maniac, nineteen thirty-four. You can do so on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod. Send us an email at gmail at OGTPod at gmail If you want to leave a review of uh, of our podcast or any of the sexual experiences you've experienced with us or anyone, in fact, <laughs> uh, living or dead, then you can do so on our um, iTunes page. Um, mm. You can start like you know. Give give the stars based on our podcast, but then the rest of the space down there is just for you and your, your dirty memories. If you want to spread the word, you can tell a friend. If you want to spread the Curds. word in a monetary sense, then yeah. you can give us a dollar a month minimum on Patreon, oh where my we God. release exclusive content every week. So much content. Uh, I know, so much content, guys. Uh, this week, we released the 50 Pools of Shade yeah. Chapter 4, where the saga of Miss Salt and Paulie and Good continues. <laughs> Getting steamier. Sex, sexual results. <laughs> and, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah. and uh, speaking of things being it, um, I guess that's it for the history hole. We're uh, climbing out for the last time. And now we're going to be sticking to the time we've mostly lived through. Roland Emmerich, Michael Bay, Adam Sandler. Oh, boy. Tell you what, Paul. Fancy going down it again. Oh, one more time. Oh, let's start at the top again. So join us next time for Die Hard. <laughs>